everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jantz. This is episode 47, Backpackers Boot Camp. Trust the Trail is sponsored by Blueberry Hosting. If you're looking for a cloud service to host your podcast, look no further than Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com and get one free month just by listening to our podcast. Just type in Trust the Trail as a promo code when you sign up. There's also a banner link on our Trust the Trail podcast page on www.thebackpacker.tv. On this week's episode, we discuss what new backpackers should know and offer you tips on how to get started. In the end, we will share with you a very practical exercise that will help you plan for your next backpacking adventure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, you've listened to our podcast before. Uh, you know that Ariane and I teach uh, backpacking boot camp. And basically, it's for beginners that really want to kind of get out and, and learn, you know, what to do, what kind of gear to buy, you know, how to start backpacking. So, this is really what this podcast is about. It's for people that really are thinking about getting out there, whether it's a long distance hike, you're planning a, a hike on the Appalachian Trail, the Pacific Crest Trail, or maybe it's just the weekend. I think these practical tips will go along side by side with that. So um, I, I, I guess the first thing that we, you know, that we always ask people is that um, do we even do do you even know you like backpacking? <laughs> you know, the answer always is, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. Right. And that's a good place to start. That's, that's a, a great very place honest to start. answer because we've seen um, through the years that we've been doing this, by the way, we've seen a lot of people say, well, you know, my dream is to hike the Appalachian Trail or, or a long distance trail. And we're like, do you have ever gone backpacking before? No. And then our second question is, have well, you ever gone car camping <laughs> before? No. <laughs> well, you know, and do you even <laughs> like it? Why don't you see if you like backpacking first before you you tackle that only because um, it is an investment. Uh, it's an investment of time, and it's also an investment with some money. And so we're going to talk about that too in our podcast today. But so that's the first question we ask: Do you do you do you even like backpacking? And um, you know what kind of experience? If you have and you've gone out, what kind of experience did you have? Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't go right the first time I would say in most yeah. most people's scenarios you know in most cases people have extreme failure um, on I their did first, my first trip. trip I mean I know I yeah, did yeah and you know and you're either of the spirit for a let's go let's try this again <laughs> maybe third times right. a charm or you know that's where a lot of people just give up right then and there and what we've learned throughout the years is that the majority of quote-unquote failed attempts which personally an adventure there is no failure in that adventure but you know in most cases it has to do with one of th one of multiple things but one of these main things is that they didn't have gear that fit they didn't test their gear before they went, and they weren't mentally prepared for what they would face out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's pretty much, generally speaking, when things go wrong. 
Yeah, so if we get people that say, I've never gone backpacking before. So the first thing we, we, we tell them is like, well, before you go invest a lot of money in gear, let's see if we can rent gear first. And if they're open to rent gear first, then what we do is we get them fitted with their backpack. So your torso fitting and, and making sure your backpack fits is imperative whether you're gonna go for a weekend or whether you're gonna go on a long distance hike, whether this is your first time backpacking or you've gone a hundred times. Um, most people, when they go backpacking for the first time, they, you know, their uncle, their brother, their sister, their aunt, their friend has borrowed them their backpack and it nowhere near fits. <laughs> and so that's gonna increase your odds of having a good time or a bad time if your backpack doesn't fit. The next thing that we tell people is that, okay, backpacking requires feet. And so you're going to be walking a lot uh, and you're going to be walking uphill and you're going to be walking downhill. So your shoes, whether they're trail shoes or whether they're hiking boots, have to fit like a glove and they have to be able to take the uphills and downhills. So we tell people look at weeks before you go on a backpacking trip and I mean weeks um, break in your trail shoes break in your backpacking boots um, and don't just walk flat if you're gonna break them in and say well I'm gonna wear my boots to or my trail shoes to work or my boots to work and you think you're breaking them in <laughs> you're living on a false sense of security <laughs> so what we tell people is you know um, Go down, go some down some steep hills, man. I mean, find the find go the biggest hill, rocks, you know, rocks and, and water and creek and, and dirt and mud and and everything you can. But the biggest thing is to go up and down, up and down, up and down on hills for for you know a pretty long duration of time because the trails, the majority of trails in this flat. world are not flat. No, and the but thing flat. is, and the thing is, most we, we see a lot of mistakes where people say, "Oh my my man, I've been hiking these things for for weeks and they haven't gotten any blisters." And then they go down some very steep hills, especially on the Appalachian Trail where we live. And next thing you know, their toenails are falling off. And so, um, so that's kind of like the basics of where to start: is your footwear, your backpack has to fit. And don't go out and spend a ton of money on gear if you're not really sure you even like it. Rent your gear first, and then go out on it, and then and then you'll and and, and see how that works for you. You know, another another thing that we talk a lot about um, before we even get people out there is, you know, have you tested your gear? That's a big one because... Or do you know your gear? Do you know your gear? Do you know how to set it up? Do you know how to use your stove? Do you know how to um, put all the components together? If you still have it in its original packaging with the instruction manual, you don't know how to use your gear. Well, and, the <laughs> and, thing, that's, and the thing with that too is that, so, you know, we... we we've all been there. We've all done it. Yeah, but the you know the thing is in that I, I see the most is that the the gear debate will go on forever, right? <laughs> I mean, it will go on ever. Alcohol or should I get white gas? Should I get this or that or this or that? And it's the debate. What is the best? What's the best? What what do you use? It doesn't make any difference what I use. It what what makes the difference is what you are going to be happy using. So 
the debate on whether you want to buy an alcohol stove or regular stove, or you want to get a synthetic bag or a down sleeping bag, or you want to get this type of tent or that kind of tent. Th who cares? The, the biggest thing is like choose one, and if you don't like it, choose another one. And that's why we always suggest renting gear first. So if you can learn how to use a regular pocket rocket, you know, pack your pack with your sleeping bag, your tent, and all your gear in it, and then go out first on a weekend or, uh, you know, uh, on multiple weekend trips, then you're ready to make some other decisions on other types of gear. And then you're a little bit more educated and um, you know you're, you're not you don't have that so much trepidation on oh my god I've got to get the best gear because you know what there really is no best gear out there um, that's kind of like a the huge facade in the backpacking world is like I got to get the best well there is no best it depends on your lifestyle and what you really you know what works for you um, you know what out there so I can't tell you how... The most important thing is so you understand how to use it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, let's say you walk into a backpacking store, REI, a local outfitter, it doesn't matter. They're all, they're all the same. You go in there and you're faced with endless options of, you know, stoves or tents or sleeping bags, this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter what you're looking at, you're, you're your options are endless there's one thing to go through the list of well what's the difference between this versus that and and hear it but there's there's nothing quite like being out in the field and and learning how one is is used in its practical environment versus another being used and I will tell you hands down that through all of my education as well as anybody out there you learn from going with other people. You learn from looking at what they have, how they use it, how they use it differently than the next person uses it. And that's where you gather your, your compilation of information on determining really, well, I think I like, I think I think I want to use it, this kind of stove or this kind of bag or this kind of tent. Right. And it's about really seeing it in action and testing it and and using it and, and it's how really it's fit for you exactly it's really a power it's like it's it's like a it's a deduction of well i don't like this i don't like this i don't like this then you finally come to an agreement on i do like this well and the thing is about gear too um is that uh, they gear manufacturers want you to test their gear so if you do go to an rei and you you know that the biggest thing is not trying to find the best stove the biggest thing is just choose one go out to the field test it if you don't like it bring it back and go choose the other one and you know that's what we we always urge people that don't be in such a rush um, to get out there take your time to get to know your gear um, that's the biggest mistakes. That's some of the biggest mistakes we see new backpackers make. They yeah. just haven't really learned how their gear works to the fullest extent of, you know, its limitations. You know, what can, what, what are, what, what are the maximum? What's the maximum amount of um, use this gear can be? What is the minimum use? <laughs> you know, and and know the boundaries of your gear. You know, backward and forward, right? Yeah. Well, we really go topic kind of there but oh, I know. I don't mean, you know. <laughs> so normal for us 
the other thing too uh, is we want to talk about like base weight and kind of like the myth behind that whole that whole gig so we are always asked and I know it's a big topic of, 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 of conversation on, on backpacking forums and videos and you know well what's your base weight what what's your, what's what's a great base weight base weight is not a specific weight um, base weight is a range of weight and so your base weight is always going to be flexible it's not always going to be exactly the same um, you have like a target base weight um, I think that is a lot more appropriate than what's your base weight well I don't know yesterday it was 20 pounds and today it's 21.5 pounds I, I you know, I don't know, you know, because your base weight is constantly changing because you have four seasons in the year. I mean, that's exactly true. I mean, you do need to account for its flexibility and your and your base weight is really going to alter from your lifestyle. Where you're going does play some factor into it. Absolutely. And again weather not well weather yes but um more just seasonal change well and two is like okay so you know some weekends we go backpacking and we just go out there to have fun and play and then other times maybe we're going to do an instructional instructional video so i'm going to pack a gopro did that change my base weight yeah it did <laughs> so you know it really is kind of dependent on what your circumstances is going to be a good base weight um, if you're going to try to go lightweight is a target base weight you know your your medium weight packs are going to be a target base weight there the only thing is that's going to change is your odds and ends of what you put in your pack and those are going to be your little extras that you need for example i don't have to carry an EpiPen with me because i'm not allergic to bees but you do My have. first aid kit is always heavier than Because Scott's. you do have to carry an EpiPen, <laughs> I right? I do, I do. So your base weight, just by that alone, <laughs> is already is going to be different. Yeah. So I, I, I guess we don't want... I carry wanna... some more Benadryl. I carry more right. of this. <laughs> right. And so you don't get don't get so caught up in the base weight um, like I scheme. Because it's it, really just a target range of what is a good, comfortable weight for you and I and I think I think in that people um, in general because of this like you know topic of conversation that has stirred this this challenging game like how low can you get your base weight to like well I'm this low I beat me and I think what that's doing is it's 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 hindering the line between safety um, you know being wise about what you need to take for the elements that you're going into, um, and it and it skirts this line between, um, are you carrying enough to keep yourself safe, or are you just trying to beat somebody else's number? Well, you know, if you really want your base weight to get low, just take a wilderness survival class, or just you know, I mean, they'll teach you how to live off the land with nothing. Or just, I mean, yeah, you know, I just don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, I don't know where that hike. whole base weight kind of like controversy <laughs> so, gets in. But, but a good, a good base weight is what's going to be comfortable for you. I mean, and 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 you know, that kind of leads into you know what's in what's in your pack, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and. And, you know, the biggest thing as far as, you know, 
what's in your pack is you're always going to start out bar none you're always going to start out with the 10 essentials without doubt without doubt that is the first thing that that you're gonna you're gonna start with and those are usually primarily you know the the same stuff right oh yeah i mean you may be able to you know your 10 essentials aren't going to change in concept they may change in weight you may decide to carry something a little heavier than your the next individual but ultimately the 10 essentials are going to remain the 10 essentials that are going to remain the 10 essentials and you without fail need to carry them yeah and the 10 essentials didn't i mean the history of the 10 essentials didn't come in through the backpacking world it actually came through the climbing world so um you know that you know i think it, the 10 essentials the history of the 10 essentials actually came uh into the in in the 70s um, from climbers and so that we you know they were going to the re- these remote um climbing places and they you know sometimes would get caught uh you know out in the elements and so they kind of formulated okay if we can't get back what what are the basic things that we need you know to to get through the night or in case something happens and it was like first aid emergency blanket you know whistle in case you get lost and those were all the 10 essentials that you know water food shelter you know those are your 10 essentials and so that's the first thing that's always going to go in, in your backpack to and, and if for new people we always stress to learn those 10 essentials you know because those ultimately are are pretty important yeah you know um and then of course you know what what else is in your pack you know um other than your your shelter system your sleeping system that of by itself is where kind of like the rubber hits the road as far as your investment in gear um once you start planning your your backpacking cost trip versus weight. cost versus weight and you say like you know i really like backpacking i really love this i want to do it a lot and I'm even thinking about doing a long distance hike. Um, that is where the cost is really gonna come into play. And we always advocate lightweight and trying to get your pack um, down to the to 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 really good weight for you to be comfortable at. And and you know, when you buy lightweight gear, it costs a little money. Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at weight, um, you know, backpackers look at weight in terms of ounces, and ounces lead to pounds. And it's easy to shed ounces here and there, but where you're really going to shed your weight is in your sleep system. Absolutely. Um, Your tent, your sleeping bag, your sleeping pad. That is where you can really make a big difference because you have two very ends of the spectrum. You have inexpensive and expensive. And the cost difference and the weight difference, there's there's not a very normal middle of the road. It's either one or the other. And yeah. so you go inexpensive, you're adding in a significant amount of weight. You go expensive, you're reducing your weight. Um, but it costs more. It does, and that's so, that's the that's the you know the the kind of like the asterisk and in, in, <laughs> in, in backpacking. It's like there there's gonna be there's gonna be some cost involved if you want to go lightweight. Now, I I also am a firm believer that 
there's ways to go lightweight and save a lot of money. For example, Ariana and I sleep under a tarp. We sleep under an Equinox 8x10 tarp made out of sil nylon. Now, that sil nylon is the same sil nylon that Big Agnes makes in their $300 tent. Our tarp was $119. Oh, that was with shipping. I with think it shipping. Was like, well, yeah, it was under $100. Yeah, so, but that's our lifestyle. And again, that's our lifestyle. You know, our, our, our tarp weighs 13 ounces. But that is our lifestyle. Not everyone's going to just sleep under a tarp. So the, your sleeping system is the quintessential pieces of gear that you are going to be able to choose to lighten your load. You know, that is where if you're looking to save weight in your pack or you're looking, you know, and, and, and specifically if you're a, new, you're a new person getting into backpacking, you know, it's like, you know, if you're going to buy a new home, right, For your, and, you're, and this is your first home you're going to buy, do you buy the old leaky roof <laughs> home that you think you're going to fix later on and the home is a lot cheaper? Or do you buy the nice home that just has had the roof fixed and it's way out of your budget? So you're like, well, yeah, I don't want to get wet when it rains. And so that's kind of like backpacking gear, you know, the... The lightweight tents are going to be expensive and you're probably going to stay dry. If you want to go to Walmart and buy one of their tents, nothing wrong with Walmart. I'm sorry, Walmart, if you're listening. But, <laughs> you know, those those tents are not made. We have a Walmart tent <laughs> and it leaks like a sieve. It leaks like a sieve. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many people have gone and taking our boot camp class. I don't know why we class. still have those too. But how many people have taken our taken those things out to our backpacking boot camp class? They weigh about five, six, seven pounds. They're heavy, and in the middle of the night when the thunderstorm rolls in, they are not happy backpackers. No, usually, usually we're getting a, a quote unquote knock on the door. Yeah. <clears throat> is there any room for me? In yeah. That? So you know that's the big thing with gear is that you know yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into the whole lightweight thing, you know. But, um, you know, the, your three your three main pieces of gear, your your tent, your sleeping bag, and your sleeping pad. Those will be the pieces of gear that will ultimately make or break your overall base weight, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in your backpack. So if you're looking to save weight, always look at those three items. You know, can you go down instead of synthetic? Can you go to a one-person tent instead of a two-person tent? I mean, all those things, um, all those things that you make a decision on. But ultimately, also, you need to go out there and test that too. You know, and get to know that gear also. Yeah. You know, for sure. And something we, um, you know, don't we weren't really going to mention in this, but it's a, you know, it's about compression too because the more you compress within your your pack the the more of a you know a, a liter size pack you can reduce to and so you can be a lot more comfortable overall i, w I wasn't going to bring that up well backpacking is about compression yeah, compression compression, compression. <laughs> you know everything needs to be compressed uh all the air gaps in your pack need to be filled your pack needs to be when you pack your pack um it needs to be balanced 
Um, we've seen a lot of backpacks leaning to the left or leaning to the right. It should really be balanced. So heavy piece of, you know, if you when you when you pack, if you put a heavy thing on the bottom left, then your next one you're going to put a heavy thing on the right side. So you just kind of layer it and make sure it's balanced. Um, backpacking is not. Um, it, it takes practice and we're going to be honest with uh, you is that you know there is no right way to do it and there is no wrong way to do it um, the trail does teach you um, exactly what y your lifestyle is going to be it, it you, that's why we that's why our podcast is called trust the trail it will teach you um, the gear that is going to be specific for you and um, what what fits for you, and so we are big advocates on not going out and spending a, you know two three thousand dollars on gear when you don't even know if you like backpacking or not. But once you get into it, then it's a matter of just testing it. What works for me? What doesn't work for me? You know, um, can I uh, cook over the fire if I'm going to go? Just if I'm just going to be a weekend backpacker most of the time, and I'm always going to have a campfire. Well, you know, then probably. You know, you don't need a wood-burning stove. <laughs> You're going to be cooking over a wood-burning campfire. And things like that that, you know, you can really start feeling your lifestyle and, and how you're going to use your gear and what's the best thing to do. Um, for um, our class, for our backpacking boot camp class, it's, it's never about the mileage. It's always about getting to know your gear. True. Very much so. Always. Uh, because uh, we have seen it all on the trail. And if there's one thing that we emphasize the most is that um, make your decision about your piece of gear and make it and be confident about that decision and then go test it. Challenge yourself. Challenge, does it work for me? Was I cold? Was I hot? What's a better way? Most of the time, and here's the truth about backpacking, you're in the store, the salesperson or whoever tells you this is a really good piece of gear and it's $200. And you, you're thinking you're going to go in the store today and spend 50 And that's the ugly truth about backpacking is that ultimately you're going to, you're going to buy that $200 piece of gear. <laughs> At some point in time in your backpacking <laughs> career, you're going to spend it's that true, $200. Bucks. You will. And that's the, that's the dirty little lie that nobody wants to tell you. But that's the truth. But it's okay not to do that in the beginning. You got to work up to it. You got to practice. It's it's okay. And and if you're if you're if you're getting ready to hike the Appalachian Trail on a long distance hike, um, fear not. the The trail will teach you everything you need to know. The most important thing is is to get out there and start doing it. Very motivational and so very very true. Absolutely. Um, so we want to share with you guys um, a very practical exercise um, to get yourself out there and just do it. Um, trust us, it will help you on the next, you know, your next adventure, preparing for your next adventure. And um, you know, we spoke earlier in the in the beginning about people are not mentally prepared, and this will mentally prepare you in a very unique way that you may not have thought about doing. So when I met Scott, <laughs> we're, we're, we're packing, right? We're, we're in the house, we're packing. And he's talking to himself. He has his gear, <laughs> he has his gear laid out on the bed and I'm seeing him talking to himself and I'm thinking to myself, 
Okay, have I just entered into a relationship that I need to exit very quickly? And what I learned is that he actually has this mental exercise that he goes through with. Um, it doesn't matter if he's going for a weekend. It doesn't matter if he's going for two weeks. It's, it's routine and regular for him. And he's a seasoned backpacker and he still goes through it. And when he taught this to me, it, it really truly opened up my frame of mind to accept and prepare myself for almost anything that I would encounter. So without further ado, um, this is the exercise that he so oddly is talking to himself so I wish I wish I could take credit for inventing this. I really didn't. Um, it was really uh, Peyton Manning uh, that 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 went through this. And but I, I um, when he went over how he prepares for an NFL football game, I'm like, oh my god, that's brilliant. And so I started doing it years ago, years ago with backpacking. So whether you're getting ready for a weekend or you're getting for a long distance trip. Um, after you've kind of gotten to know your gear and you're trying to pack and you're trying to figure out, okay, this is, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting ready. I'm going to go out there. This is what you do. You find a quiet spot and you close your eyes and you just kind of slow down and, and, and just, just get that mental, just get that mental thinking cap on. Okay. So you close your eyes and you visualize your trip. And so you get to the trailhead. You're getting out of the car. What's the weather like? Is it warm? Is it cold? You envision putting your backpack on and you envision hitting the trail. Normally, you kind of know where you're going to go, right? And so, you know, envision yourself hiking the trail. Envision yourself going up a mountain. Is it hard? Is it sunny? Is it hot? Is it rocky? You envision yourself going down the mountain. Um, are my shoes broken in? Have I broken my shoes in? You envision everything about the trail and your experience on the trail and you, you try to incorporate as many details as you can. You find a cam spot. Envision yourself setting up your tent, you know, setting up your rain fly, getting your, hanging your food bag. Are there bear cables? Are there not bear cables? Are you near a shelter? Are you not near a shelter? Um, do you know how to hang a food bag? Have you practiced? Um, have you remembered all the components? Have you remembered, <laughs> remembered all the components? Um, and when I say setting up your tent, I mean, do you have all your tent stakes? You know, picture yourself, you know, putting all your tent stakes in. Unrolling your sleeping bag in your tent, getting it ready for the night. Preparing everything that you need to pre prepare for to cook dinner for that night. Filtering water. Are you, camp are you camping near a stream or a creek? Have you filtered your water? Have you learned how to filter your water? Go through that whole motion. Get your stove out. Picture yourself cooking. What are you eating? I mean, what would you bring for dinner? Do you like it? Is it something you're going to find happy? Is, is that food going to make you happy for the night? And picture everything that you did. You know, do you wish you had something warm 
before are you, you crawl into right are you drinking hot chocolate or apple cider you know what's the weather gonna be you know envision yourself going through that whole trip getting in your sleeping bag you know what's the temperature that night are you are you cold what are you wearing what's your what do you what do you uh, get in your sleeping bag what what's kind of like your your nightwear um, and envision everything I mean go through that whole trip if it's a three-day trip think about it for three days I mean go through that three-day trip you know if you're preparing for a long-distance hike do the first few nights do the first three days if you can do the first you know 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 miles in your head what are you eating what are you hiking how how, how do you feel all that kind of stuff just try to meditate your trip after you're done after you've really kind of put that detail together and you've gone through that whole trip in your head stop start all over again but this time get out of the car and it's pouring rain pouring rain the wind gusts are severe it's pouring rain and now go through <laughs> that trip all over again if you can do that and give yourself the pouring rain and go wow that changes everything and it will it will that will help you prepare for almost any kind of backpacking trip you usually kind of know the weather the problem is up in the mountains it's a completely different weather system um, specifically if you're hiking in the southeast um, anywhere near the the great smoky mountain national park so I do that exercise every time I go because that helps me pack. You know, it really does set the stage for, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bring this, I'm going to bring that. I should be okay. If it's pouring rain outside, I should be okay with that. I'm going to bring my, I always bring my pack cover. If okay, blah, blah. And I go through that whole scenario and I even do it with my food. So like it's pouring rain. Where am I going to cook? If it's raining outside and I need to eat, how do I eat? How do I cook in pouring rain when I can't cook inside my tent? And that's usually what has led us to, you know, adjusting our food accordingly. We don't always have a hot we don't always have a hot meal for every single night. Sometimes we throw in, you know, something to eat on the go or, you know, something that doesn't require us to set up a stove. And it's for those those moments where things don't always go as you imagine they should go and it's a great backup plan yeah and then the, and that's what it's really all about it's about you know like um, plan that's part of our plan and prepare so you know that that little mental exercise I go through that is part of my principle number one and leave no trace is plan and prepare so I, I go through that so I I I feel a lot more confident and in case it is raining and I cannot you now we you know, we sleep under a tarp, so we can cook all day long if it's raining outside. But, but the, for the <laughs> most part, for the but, most part, if you're in a tent, you're not going to be able to do that. So what, you know, what's your backup plan? And here's the thing. You can't leave food in your tent. So, you know, by visioning how you're going to get through that meal when it's pouring rain and how you're going to eat, and maybe you decide, well, I'm not going to eat. Well, that's that's a decision. But, you know, if you mentally prepare for that and say, OK, well, you know what? I'm going to have to sit out in the rain. I'm just going to have to embrace the suck. But then what am I, what am I, am I changing my clothes into warm clothes and how that, how that whole thing is going to work? That's why I say 
go through that whole mental exercise, but then do it in the rain, you know, because then you get the, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to have to go and change my clothes. How am I going to do that when it's raining, blah, blah, blah. And you do through that whole exercise. And so when you are in that moment, when that's happening to you, you have already thought that through. And sometimes it can make, it can be the difference between wanting to go back out backpacking again and wanting to go create a new adventure for yourself or giving up altogether and saying to hell with this, you know, I don't want this. This sucks. And so, you know, becoming mentally prepared in whatever form that may be, that's the difference between making and breaking your next adventure. So, yeah. And I think, you know, I think it's a good exercise to practice. I think through the years we have seen a lot of people want the adventure um, but have given up on the reality on the reality because you know <laughs> backpacking is hard I mean it's not easy you know I mean it's a great adventure but it's and extremely it, rewarding oh it's extremely rewarding I mean <laughs> the rewards are like bountiful but you know like everything in life man you know if you want the big rewards you got to put a little work into it absolutely <laughs> so um, so we encourage people just to kind of like go over what we what we talked about tonight you know make sure you like backpacking number one get your backpack fitted make sure it fits and that's by measuring your torso don't borrow a backpack make sure it it fits for you know how to use your gear get the right shoes Break, break them in, in, break in, break in, <laughs> break in your shoes, and not by walking on flat ground or taking the dog for a walk around the, <laughs> the block and say, wow, look at me, I'm breaking in these shoes. Hit the trail long before your backpacking trip and break those shoes in and make sure that they're going to work for you and go downhill. Practice going downhill. Um, and then don't be so concerned about your base weight. Your base weight's going to be flexible anyway. It's a range. Pick a target. Make a goal for yourself. I want my base weight to be 25 pounds. Okay, great. That's your base weight. You know, and then make, make, that's going to be. Make adjustments accordingly. It's going to go up and down anyway. So who cares? Always does. (laughs) It always does. And then. (laughs) Throw in the 10 essentials. Throw in the 10 essentials. Make sure you know what the 10 essentials are And know how to use them and when to use them. Absolutely. And then, you know, um, you know, pack your pack accordingly. Um, you know, and, and once you pack everything, if you're not happy with your weight, if you still think your pack is too heavy, the first thing you do is look at your sleep system, your tent, your sleeping bag, and your mattress pad. Look at that stuff and then make some, make some really hard decisions on your budget and how you want to go from there because that's usually where you're going to save weight. And then lastly, um, you know, just kind of go through your 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 trip before you go on your trip mentally prepare for that trip mentally kind of i'm not saying pack for every single what if situation because you'll never be able to do that that's impossible to do but go through your trip go through it on a bright sunny beautiful day and then do it again when it's rainy and cold and windy and i think that's a really good point don't add in to your pack weight don't add in stuff saying oh well, what if this, what if this, what if this? Well, I'm going to add it in. You know, it's raining now, so I have to add all this. It's more making adjustments on how you pack that gear in your pack, how accessible it is, how you're utilizing it in those scenarios. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we uh-huh. hope that you guys got some value from that. Um, we absolutely love 
We love teacher. our boot camp classes. <laughs> we love it. It's a it's blast. It's extremely hands-on. You know, time. yeah. But uh, we wanted to give um, one specific shout-out for tonight. Yeah. Well, thank you, Stephen Carr. Uh, he wrote us an email, asked about water filtration systems and leaving your backpack in front of restaurants and other places in town while you're backpacking on a, an Appalachian Trail through hike. And Stephen, we're going to make a video for you on our YouTube channel, The Backpacker TV, where we have all of our backpacking videos and our new Airstream videos that we're, we're, we're putting up now on our renovation process. So we're going to put that video together for you, Stephen, and answer that question because that's a really super good topic. Um, we know what I do with my backpack when I'm in town and I have to go into public places. You know, Absolutely. That's yeah. a really good topic. So please, uh, thank you so much for listening. Check out our uh, uh, events page on thebackpacker.tv. We're adding events. We're going into the Okefenokee in the end of March. Uh, we still have a few. Uh, we still have a few seats available. We did extend that uh, um, early bird early special, bird special into through, the end of February. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, our podcasts are available on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean if you are a droid user. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we will see you guys out on the